0: from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part, to support your local mediocre internet show. Sitting here, sitting over there, is a woman who has eaten forty pizzas in thirty days. It's Ashley Pickle.
1: I can house some pizza. Did you That's a fact.
0: Have you seen the Papa John interview? No. So Papa John is on like the comeback trail? Yeah. I was going to say
1: wasn't isn't he not Papa John anymore? Oh no, he
0: got cancelled. But <laughs> um Papa John got cancelled but he's trying to do so he has some he has some crazy interview out there that starts with the weird brag that he's eaten 40 pizzas in the last 30 days that which is a lot of pizza a lot of pizza i wonder
1: what too i mean you got to think about what size pizza are we talking about how, here cuz there's a big like a personal little pizza or like a like a full on large pizza
0: how much how much pizza all right let me ask you a question okay Could you eat, let's say, large pizzas? Okay, Okay. so your standard large pizza. Yeah. Could you eat five large pizzas in a week?
1: In a week, like okay, if I knew that that was a challenge, I'm saying absolutely. I'm I'm saying
0: we're going to start tomorrow. Yeah. And then by the time we walk in on next next Wednesday, I mean, obviously with Thanksgiving to work, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Could you say, yeah, I polished off five large pizzas?
1: If I knew that it was a challenge, then I would I would go for it. I think I could do it. Like, if it was just a normal day, like, would I do that? No, no. oh no. no, I'm not. I'm not no. saying is
0: that something that no. you should do. No, I'm saying is that something. But yeah, no, if it?
1: I knew I could like had the opportunity for you to say I don't think you can do it and I could prove you wrong, I would absolutely be able to do it. But I've got to have like that person saying I think no, you, you can't. Oh, do that. oh,
0: oh, so you, you need a challenge is what you exactly? Need. Like, I, if, if it was a challenge. This seems like a challenge. good off season. This seems like a good <laughs> off season thing. We're gonna get the, the pickle the, the pickle eating challenge. Uh, what do we got for fourth through door?
1: Um, first four through the door, let me scroll back up here. It was Rob Hadaway, Meese, Matthew McSpadden, and Eli... Uh, would you? Eli,
0: oh, I no. don't know how to say your last name. Oh, no. it,
1: we're so, just going to go with Eli. Sound it out. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us in, guys. We <laughs>
0: obviously love you. Very, well, much, very much. Today <laughs> is Tuesday, November 26, 2019. Two days until the d- best day of the year. Episode 865. 865. Adrian Beltre's OPS in his illustrious Mm, Texas Rangers career a goat that is an actual that's an actual good stat yeah an actual good stat. yeah yesterday was Dan Maselli's like innings pitch or (laughs) something not as good of a stat on today's show guys big day we are revealing the cover of the 2019 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football we'll have that coming up here we'll announce the uh visit Fort Worth coaches of the week the Dairy Max built by chocolate milk assistant coach of the week nominees and then we'll talk with Craig Way The Texas High School Hall of Famer will join us to talk a little bit about, uh, I don't know, I guess there was one or two things to talk about as far as high school football is concerned. It was decent. It was pretty good. So (laughs) we'll get into all that. Uh, If you did not join us in the pre-show, tomorrow will be our last show of the week. We'll be back on Monday. Um, There was
1: a question about that. Are we going to, when are we going to announce the Player of the Week? Will we just do that next Monday? So
0: Player of the Week? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll announce it. We will announce it on the site on and our social media platforms on um on friday at the normal time we'll still close the voting at noon everything else will be the same we just won't have a show to announce it on but we'll probably give them a shout out on monday's show just fyi we'll clean that up but um yeah we won't have a show on friday so plan your existence accordingly so dave campbell's texas football a couple of years ago uh decided to change our winter edition to a recruiting edition I can talk a little bit about why that is, specifically because with the winter edition, we had to wait till all the bowl games were over. And so really, people weren't getting that bad boy until February. And at that point, it's like, you know, people forgotten it. And by the way, if you want to get into like deep within the weeds, like unless you had a really good year, like you didn't want to relive it. You know what I mean? So we decided to change it to a recruiting edition. We partnered with our friends at Next Little Athlete. We came up with what we call Texas Football Rising. It's the recruiting edition where we profile more than 400 prospects in the state of Texas. This particular edition will be comprised of kids who are in the class of 2020, which are kids who are finishing their senior year right now, to the class of 2023, which are guys who are finishing their freshman year.
1: The little babies.
0: We've got those guys, the top 25 of those prospects listed in the magazine uh great work with uh, greg powers our recruiting analyst from next Level athlete um and it's uh, we've got great cover boy features on for the cost 2021 2022 and 2023 written by shahan j raja william wilkerson and ishmael johnson uh, but this magazine also has a cover we decided to have a front cover of it <laughs> that's true uh you may remember that last year uh, the cover of the magazine was Humboldt State's offensive lineman Kenyon Green, showing uh, some love to the O line. Yes. Uh, the year before that, we had Keontae Ingram from Carthage. The year before that, we had Baron Browning, who ended up going to Ohio State from Kennedale. And we then the year before that, which I believe is the first year we had it, was Jet Duffy, the quarterback for, uh, from Mansfield Lake Ridge, now at Texas Tech. So. We are very pleased to add another iconic image to the uh, growing legend of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Recruiting Edition. And so, without further ado, we can reveal the cover of the 2019 Recruiting Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football featuring... Oh. Ah! Hey! (laughs) Longview quarterback Haynes King. The headline is, who's next? Haynes King, the Texas A&M commit, and the Longview quarterback is the cover boy of the 2019 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, Texas Football Rising, our recruiting guide. Uh, This is currently at the printer. It is is being printed right now, and then it will ship out to stores around the state, usually Walmart, H-E-B, Brookshires, or if you want to mail directly to you, become a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider the labor of love to put this thing together 400 or rather 400 prospects uh, listed uh, clocking in at 96 pages of recruiting goodness it is the recruiting guide uh, for the two for this upcoming cycle so if you want to know who your team is signing the best prospects around the state so we have the top 300 prospects in the class of 2020 we have the top 100 prospects in the class of 2021 we have the top 50 prospects in the class of 2022 and we have the top 25 prospects in the class of 2023, not to mention cover boy features in the class of 2021, 2022, and 2023, plus our tops in Texas, uh, which lists the best players, uh, best prospects at each uh, of the class, each of the, uh, the positions in the class of 2020. So there it is. Haynes King, the quarterback from Longview. Uh, We had a great cover shoot with him. Les Hassel, who is uh, an outstanding photographer out at the Longview News Journal, shot this image, uh, boy, about a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago. um, And then we uh, teamed up with an outstanding uh, graphic designer named Doug Hoovner, who is... um, He
1: did such a... I love how the jerseys mesh together between the A&M one and the Longview one. That's that's pretty cool. Uh,
0: Yes. So... Uh, we've we, we've done the kind of jersey uh, edit, if you will. Uh, the things that I like about this, I love that it's it, he's wearing. It's very clear he's wearing the A and M jersey. It's facing forward. He's got the A and M logo, but I love that he's got the rock and L on the football. Um, it is uh, a pretty cool cover. Of course, Kyle Field in the background, uh, and the Texas A and M commit uh, Haynes King, the cover boy of the two 2000- thousand and 19 recruiting edition of dave campbell's texas football hitting store shelves soon uh become a dave campbell's texas football insider to have the magazine mailed directly to you so there you go that's the cover reveal the 2019 recruiting edition of dave campbell's texas football
1: uh Mies had said beforehand that it would have been really um it said a power move would have been to have like a graphic of you reading the magazine with the cover super small so that they couldn't really see it would that would have been, been funny
0: uh, we, well, I don't have a magazine yet, unfortunately. Like they, they that's very they're true. But well, we could have printed this part yeah. out. That would have been funny. Because um, the other thing, I think it would have been funny if we'd, like, we, we really need to do more fake covers. Like, we would do fake outs. Yeah. Like, we should have had, like, ish on the cover.
1: That would have been great. I would have loved to have seen uh, Powers on it since he's our recruiting guy. Like, it would have been great to have Powers posing in, like, a Heisman pose. Um, that's the content people want.
0: Yeah. I think that's right. Uh, but anyway, there it is—the 2019 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, featuring Longview quarterback Haynes. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com, slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com, slash Campbells, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. We'll invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. If you like that magazine or you just like high school football or college football in the state of Texas, Become a Dave Campbell's Texas football, football insider. at textfootballcom slash insider makes a great gift as well. And I will also tell you that, um, um, uh, I will just tell you that you may want to do it in 2019 mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. sake of your pocketbook.
1: Wink, wink. Do it now. probably do it. Wink.
0: <laughs> textfootballcom slash insider. Years worth of exclusive online content. It's never been a better time to become Dave Campbell's Texas football insider than right now in the middle of the season. Uh, playoff goodness up at texasfootball.com uh, plus a bunch of recruiting analysis from a friends and next level athlete. Uh, all that uh, for a low, low price uh, makes a great gift as well. texasfootball.com insider <clears throat> Dave Campbell's Texas Football in partnership with Visit Fort Worth is proud to honor one head football coach in each classification with the Coach of the Week Award. Each coach recognized with this special honor typifies the best in Texas high school football. Your area round Coaches of the week presented by Visit Fort Worth. In 6A, Rodney Webb from Rockwall. Coach Webb's squad pulled out all the stops in an instant classic Friday night as the Yellow Jackets stunned Allen 60 to 59 on a uh 2-point conversion with 123 left. In five A, Jimmy Mitchell from Maynard heading into the playoffs. Maynard was a three and seven fourth place team picked to be first round cannon fodder for a district champion. But Coach Mitchell's squad has been anything but knocking off district champion uh, dripping springs and then demolishing nine or dominating nine and one new caney porter, forty five to six. In four A Lance Angel from Palestine. Angel in his first season back at Palestine after a stint at this AD at Brian ISD, has the Wildcats rolling as they improved to seven and five on the season with a dominating defensive effort uh, to take out previously unbeaten Hampshire Finette, nineteen to thirteen. In three A, Kirk Mull from Lexington, Coach Mull's squad battled injuries to keep uh, to key players, but managed to secure a spot in the playoffs at three and seven, and now they look like a team no one wants to play, as they took down Wichita Falls City View on Friday night, twenty-eight to seven. In 2A, Chris Freitag from Flatonia. Coach Freitag's Bulldogs uh, improved to an impressive 11-1 on the season and secured a spot in the regional semifinals against a powerful Bremont squad with a 35-24 win. And in 1A, Clint Lowry from Blackwell. The Hornets are 12-0 for the first time in school history and into the third round of the playoffs for just the second time after a 46-0 Mercy Rule win over Throckmorton. So those are your area round. Visit for the Coaches of the Week. In 6A, Rodney Webb from Rockwell. In 5A, Jimmy Mitchell from Maynard. In 4A, Lance Angel from Palestine. In 3A, Kirk Mull from Lexington. In 2A, Chris Freitag from Flatonia. And in 1A, Clint Lowry from Blackwell. Congratulations to all the coaches. We salute you. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com.
1: Got a quick comment here for yes, you. Uh, when we were talking about people should become subscribers, Ember Keith said, "I asked it. Uh, I asked for a, s- a subscription um, for a gift before the season. My coach hubby delivered. I love my life as a coach's wife. Hashtag winning. I How thought about that, that was really cool.
0: How about that? You should. It's,
1: it's a great. It's a great gift.
0: Coaches. Coaches' wives are the are the low key superstars. No doubt." Dairy Max and Dave Campbell's Texas football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their team. Each week, the Texas football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches for that week's Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and Let Fans Decide via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. Your area round, Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees in... Omaha Paul-Pewitt Offensive Coordinator Reggie Cumro. The Bremas accomplished a rare feat, getting five players over the 100-yard rushing mark in the same game in a 55-24 romp over Harmony. Denton-Geyer Offensive Coordinator Mitch Stovall. The Wildcats rang up 567 yards of total offense, exploding for 43 points in the second half in a wild come-from-behind win over Cedar Hill, 50-41. Corpus Christi Miller Defensive Coordinator Eric John. The Buccaneers stymied the explosive San Antonio Southwest offense, holding the Dragons just 168 yards of total offense and forcing four turnovers in a 56-6 romp. And finally, Liberty Hill offensive coordinator John Hall. The Panthers got 297 yards and four touchdowns on the ground from Trey Seward in a 66-7 throttling throttling of previously unbeaten Laferia. So those... Are your Dairy Max, built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees, Omaha Paul Pughett, Offensive Coordinator Reggie Kumro, Denton Geyer, Offensive Coordinator Mitch Stovall, Corpus Christi Miller, Defensive Coordinator Eric John, and Liberty Hill, Offensive Coordinator John Hall. Congratulations to them. Vote early, vote often, vote now on Twitter at DCTF.
1: We told people not to let Liberty Hill sneak on into the playoffs.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're doing the thing again. They're doing the thing again. They always do. Um... Yeah. So there you go. There's there's that. We're going to get Craig Way here on the line here in a minute. Uh, but uh, remember, we are off on. We have a show tomorrow, but then we will be off on Thursday and Friday for Thanksgiving. Um, so please uh, adjust your lives accordingly for that. Uh, TexasFootball.com slash playoffs has complete coverage of the 2019. 2019- Texas high school football playoffs Uh, plenty of great stuff there uh, including updated brackets updated uh, game information so if you want to see which by the way that's another thing I think that you can um, I think it's easy to to remember to think like oh the game's probably kicking off at 730 on Friday right remember it is a holiday weekend and so there will be games there's a game on Thursday Strawn and Gordon are playing on Thursday but then uh, on Friday there are games all throughout the day uh, starting at noon and going all the way till 8 o'clock, and then Saturday, kind of the same thing, right? So make sure you check it at texasfootball.com uh, to make sure you know when and where those games are happening. Uh, it's texasfootball.com slash playoffs is where uh, you have it. Ashley, let's go to the hotline, and let's bring in the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, the voice of the Texas Longhorns, and uh, the co-host of the two-time Emmy Award-winning High School Football Live. It is Mr. Craig Way. Craig, how you doing, my friend? I'm
2: great, uh, and and uh, you know, holiday week, turkey week, all of that kind of stuff, football week, round three, all all those great things that go into a holiday week.
0: Um, so we we've, we've obviously looking forward to the regional semifinals. It's A bit of a weird week as far as truncated schedules are concerned, because not everybody's working the whole week, but. I do want to take a look back at the area round because it seems to me that every single year there's one round where you throw uh, your brackets into the wood chipper and it seems like it's either round two or round three this year it was round two I don't want to be a victim of the of the moment here but in the historical context of Texas high school football that was a pretty crazy weekend right (laughs) <laughs> I like the way you describe it. Uh,
2: not just in terms of the upsets, because we had those, clearly. Uh, you know, big, or, or, or put it this way, unexpected winners. And I don't know how, uh, you know, upsets plays into the minds of of folks uh, like uh, who look at Jesuit and say, hey, we were good enough to beat Longview; We could do it. Uh, Roddy Webb's ball club at Rockwall say, hey, we were good enough to do it. We could do it. I mean, there were... There were those that dotted the landscape, but not just those. The crazy way that games ended up. I mean, uh, the the epic fourth quarter for Denton-Geyer in, in uh, Cedar Hill. I mean, that comes to mind. There were some other games like that, uh, not quite to that crazy level. But you do did, did have some wild finishes, and you had some really tense things that you normally have in the playoffs. And statistically, numbers had kind of borne out in the past it's going to the two division concept when they split them before the start of the year. That there were more surprises in the second round than any other round. But I'm with you, Tep. That the second and third round have been the two most, let's just say, not expected result winners of the rounds of the playoffs than any of the others that we've seen. Uh,
0: most especially, the chaos reigned in 6A Division Two, uh, where we lost not just the defending state champ. Uh, but also the, I guess, reigning runner-up, the reigning finalist, uh, now in in their. That's that's not even to take into account the craziness we saw with Denton Geyer and, and Cedar Hill, and so now I, I guess my question to you is, when you look at the 6A Division Two bracket or what's left of it, um, is it safe to say that teams like Denton Geyer Austin-Westlake and, and Spring-Westfield are the big winners simply by surviving and advancing past this week where everything got thrown uh, up in the air?
2: I think that's more than a fair way to put it. You know what this season reminds me of, Tep? And, and it'll, I, I got to thinking about this over the weekend. It reminds me of 2011. Mm. And, and in 2011, what did we end up with? We ended up with Decaney and... Steel. DeCaney, uh, obviously Trey Williams, great running back, but they hadn't been in that party before, gotten that level. Steel had kind of been there, so they were kind of a known uh, quantity a bit. And uh, not only did we get uh, DeCaney, perhaps an unexpected state champion, uh, we got runaway golf cart that, that <laughs> night. Uh, and, and, and that was the final game of the entire weekend. What do we have this weekend? We have the final game this year of. State Championship Week and State Championship Weekend being 6A Division two Saturday night. The only thing that will be missing will be a runaway golf cart.
0: Uh, yeah, well, hopefully. well, We don't know that quite yet. Uh, it's <laughs> Craig Way, the Texas High School Hall of Famer, joining us here on uh, Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation hashtag TF Today. All right. Um, down there in the Austin area and in the San Antonio area, this is known as Valley Week because you've got teams from the Rio Grande Valley and Laredo. Uh, that are coming and playing teams from the Austin area and the San Antonio area. You know, last year uh, we had uh, Mission Veterans Memorial make it through to the regional semi or regional final. We nearly had, I think people forget, we nearly had Brownsville Hannah get through uh, as well. Um okay. Is there a sense that maybe this is going to be, you know, traditionally Austin and San Antonio have tended to end the season for the Valley this round? Is there a feeling, at least there in the Austin area, that, uh, that it's going to return to form and we're going to have a little bit more of, uh, of teams from the major metro areas uh, taking out those teams from down south?
2: Well, I think the the, census, uh, the consensus of a lot of the fans and media down here is that it's going to be that case. Obviously, don't tell that to the coaches. I got off the phone with, Lake Travis and Coach Hank Carter this morning when we were talking about it, and I said the mere mention of the phrase Valley Week it comes across as distasteful to those folks down in the Rio Grande Valley and all that because – it's like it's all lumped into one sack. Oh, Valley Week, okay, sweep them aside, and then we get on to the games that really matter. And, and, and I said, I know you don't look at it that way, Hank. I said, but it, but that perception is out there. And he said, oh, I, I know the perception's out there, but we, have, we approach anybody that says Valley Week or whatever, because the only time we ever even consider that phraseology is if you're talking about it from a geographical standpoint. Because the way the brackets are set up, the way the playoff structure is aligned in 99% of the cases, it is going to be either a greater Austin or a greater greater San Antonio area school facing a school from the Rio Grande Valley or Laredo, uh, as is the case also this year, that you'll have that. Uh, He said that's more of a geographical term that they've heard over the years. They don't look at it that way. He said, we understand that uh, once you get to this round, and even before, but especially from uh, round three forward, uh, it, if you're not on your game, he said, if we don't play well, we will lose. He said, we played Westlaco a year ago. Uh, they, they, he's impressed with what they have, and it didn't sound like just coach speak. They know they have to be on their game. Otherwise, they could fall victim to an upset, and I'm sure Todd Dodge feels the same way at Westlake, getting ready to take on Westlake East.
0: So we're moving forward to the regional semifinals, and uh, of course, you know the, the games only get bigger, only get magnified, and there's huge games all across the state. I want to give you three rematches, three rematches, games that we have already seen this year, and I am interested in which one you are, mo- you will be most locked in on, most keeping an eye on, most interested in. Is it?
2: Do I get to? Do I get to uh, get a helicopter to at least try to go between uh, games then?
0: Yeah. Probably not. in this I exercise, not. let's <laughs> say yes. Um, <laughs> okay, Is All right. it All right, Is it four o'clock Friday at NRG Stadium Houston, or uh, in, in the big game in Houston, uh, Galena Park, North Shore and Katie, of course, Katie won the opener 2421. Is it Frisco Lone Star in Highland Park, 3:30 p.m. Friday at 18T Stadium of course, Frisco Lone Star ended Highland Park's long win- uh, home winning streak earlier this season. Or, and here's the wild card. Is it seven o'clock Thursday in Heiko? As Strawn and Gordon, one of the great six-man rivalries in America, uh, duke it out for a spot in a in a state semifinal. Which of those
1: on Thanksgiving night? On
0: Thanksgiving night, which (laughs) of those are you are you most intrigued by? Well, let let me just put it to you this way:
2: Um, I'm 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 having Thanksgiving dinner in the afternoon on Thursday uh, at my girlfriend uh, Linda. You know her well. Her family in Plano. So I'm going to go up in Plano, mm-hmm. and I've specifically asked if they know the exact meal time because they know I have to come back to <laughs> Austin to do the Texas Longhorns game Friday morning against Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. The question is: Is it early enough to allow me to get the <laughs> heck out of there to get to Heiko in time for that seven o'clock kick? <laughs> so, so that's that's been on my mind. Having said that, I am perhaps most intrigued by Lone Star in Highland Park mm-hmm. uh, because. Uh, because we saw what Lone Star did and, and did it in rather dominating fashion in, in the earlier meeting with the Scots. Uh, how, uh, you know, I almost look at Highland Park in a similar vein to how I'm looking at Alito. Are, are, they, are they ready to be able to take that next big step and continue on toward trying to win another state title? And you and I talked about this yesterday, Jeff. If somebody out of the defending state champion mold needs to be put on upset watch, Maybe it's Alito this week against a very good Red Oak team. Having said that, uh, this would not be an upset, obviously, if Highland Park were to lose to Lone Star a second time. It might surprise some folks, but I don't think it would be an upset. I'm really curious to see how the Scots respond and if Lone Star is ready to prove, yeah, it it was for real the first time. We are a for real number one ranked team, and we are for real a state championship contender.
0: And finally, Craig, um, as as you know, I guess you have probably have this uh, in your palm pilot that um, that this high school scoreboard school live. Palm pilots anymore? <laughs> Do we even have palm pilots anymore? <laughs> high school school board live moves to Saturday um, this week and 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 forevermore uh, in two thousand and nineteen. How does because uh, I know you are a guy who has a rigorous preparation schedule. I mean, you you I know you like to you know get on the get on the exercise bike. You like to get get a, get a good sweat going before you get into the high school football. How does this change your preparation for the Emmy Award winning broadcast?
2: It helps me in one respect. It, it does help me it, this week, obviously, with with a football game uh, in Austin. Now, having said all that. You and I know how I feel about this. When, when when the game, when I get out of the broadcast booth on Friday afternoon, I'm going somewhere to see a game Friday night. Mm-hmm. I, I can do the easy route and go to the field in Pflugerville and see uh, <laughs> at the field, I could see Cedar Park and Maynard, but I've got a couple other games pulling at me, like maybe uh, Wimberley and Rockport Fulton. It's a two-and-a-half-hour drive down to Beville, or maybe up to Abilene. What time is that kick, by the way, for uh, Estacado and Greenwood uh, on Friday? Is that I've got
0: that. That's a, that's a 7 o'clock kick in <laughs> Anthony Field
2: ooh, I could make that. <laughs> see, uh, you know, uh, and, and, you know, I'm wanting to see, obviously, also games in, out of the, the games, the classifications that I know I'll be calling the state championships, like I'm calling seven of of, of the 12, and 4A Division two is one of those. So that's why I was thinking about Wimberley. That's also why I'm uh, clearly uh, thinking about that one uh, there in Abilene. So, you know, I- I'll do that Friday. <laughs> And then Saturday i got a basketball game at 1 o'clock, and then it's an easy commute up for Saturday night. So this weekend, not that much of an issue. It'll be real interesting if I wind up working television on a call for uh, uh, Judson and Lake Travis if they both win and play in the afternoon in the Alamo Dome, and i got to catch a flight to get up in time for the show. But, hey, that's what the postseason's all about now, isn't it?
0: He's Craig Way. He would know what the postseason's all about. He's the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. Follow him on Twitter at Way one And, of course, here his fine call. I presume is fine. Of the Longhorns and the Red Raiders uh, on the uh, on the, the Longhorn uh, network, uh, Longhorn radio network down there in Austin, uh, coming up on at eleven o'clock on Friday morning, and then watch him on High School Scoreboard School Live Saturday, Saturday at eleven o'clock. Uh, Craig, appreciate your time, friend, my friend, and uh, happy Thanksgiving.
2: Looking forward to our own special, unique kind of warped version of Saturday Night Live.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Craig. There he go. Craig Way, the Texas High School Bowl Hall of Famer, joins us every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. Um, good times, good times with Craig. Good dude, good solid dude. dude. Very good. I'm glad he's going to try to get out to Heiko. That'll be fun. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's Second Favorite segment. Final thoughts.
1: Um, oh, I was fixing going to put up the mailbag Friday. Oh no, it's not. It almost turned into that, but that was not the case. Um, so. Meese had a good idea, and he said that we should have a fast food pizza power rankings, or just a fast food rankings. That would be good in the off-season. So
0: so we're talking, when he says fast food pizza, does he mean like something you can get delivered? I would assume so,
1: yeah. Papa John's a Pizza Hut, that type of thing. But regardless, I think that that's a really smart idea for the off-season. Maybe once a week do a different type of food power ranking. So
0: we don't, the thing is, we don't, you and I don't eat a lot of pizza together. You and I. Yeah. But we, never will, had pizza together. we will have pizza together on Saturday, December 14th, 14th. because we're going to be up here working on our state championship hub. Uh, we're going to, we, we order pizza, we'll have some beverages, and we'll get all of our state stuff done here on for TexasFootball.com because we want to have that up Sunday afternoon. Uh, and so we'll have pizza then. And then I think then I'll be able to get a judge on, I'll be able to get a read on your pizza eating abilities.
1: It's. It's impressive.
0: Okay. I mean, look, I trust am not a very you.
1: big human, but I can, I can, like I said, I can house some pizza.
0: I, 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 I don't think you're wrong, but I, I need to see it, you know? All right. Uh, show don't tell. That's okay. all I'm saying. You know? All right. I, I just want, I, I want to see it.
1: <laughs> um, one other one, too. Me said, I'm assuming that this made it on Twitter. I don't know. You will probably be able to answer this. But he said, kind of completely random, but I learned that this week, that you, Greg Tepper, look kind of similar to Jonathan Goff, who plays Kristoff from Frozen. So I'm assuming you have seen this by the face you're making. Um, he said so. He made a meme saying, "I'm going to tell my kids that this was Jared Goff, but or not Jared Goff, but Jonathan, Jonathan Goff, Groff, Groff whatever." Um, and it was with your picture. Which, when I read that, I realized you do uh, there is a resemblance there.
0: Okay. Let's. I've. Have I've you se-
1: seen Frozen? That's the first part that has. You haven't seen Emperor's New Groove, so have you seen Frozen? Yes. Okay.
0: But he's not in it. He just voices, voices it. it. Okay. No. What he is... Okay. I need, we need to have this conversation, I guess, on the air, because I've had this conversation with other people. I need to be clear. and Let me address the camera directly. I am not every generic white guy. Okay? I know I That's look like... debatable. I know I look like it, <laughs> but I am not Jonathan Groff, the guy from Mindhunter. I am not <laughs> Will Wade, the coach at LSU. Okay. I am the, all these guys every every like this happens every once in a while that somebody will say man this guy looks exactly like you and all it is it I, I suffer from generic white guy face Yeah. that's what I look like I look like a generic white guy
1: that's fair just what
0: I am right
1: yeah
0: uh, you know what it is my hair Jonathan Groff and I have the same hairline yeah exactly got a little bit of the, we got the widow's peak. peak yeah right so I can't help it I know I know anyway anyway watch Mindhunter that's gonna do it for us that's it thank you for I'm spending time with guy. us <laughs> follow us on Twitter at TCTF like us on Facebook Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. follow us on Instagram Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. of course see tomorrow the Texas football today Thanksgiving spectacular dun 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 don't miss it Vince Young please can get your player of the year trophy for Ashley Pickle I'm Greg Tepper we'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today